Morning, uh, Dwayne Dunn joins us. Dwayne, uh, he's done it. He's got the Enigma in Grace, uh, Kementari home. Uh, what do you make of the Gill guy? Yeah, even a uh, blind chicken gets a feed from time to time, doesn't it? Um, got to be right place, right time. Nah, full credit to the horse. He's been, you know, he's never raced at uh, at a, a low level. He's always been up against the big boys, so it's, it's good. I think. I think the the actual overview of the race is where Damien got to. He was able to get cover. He was in those lines behind Zatori, Kemal Parsa, exactly where you need to be. I was surprised um, that Daniel Moore went right across into the outside into that section that we said was probably where they trialled the other day. So the main bunch of the field stayed inside of that. Um, I probably would have liked Damien Lane to go a little bit quicker on Kemal Parsa. I think his advantage is his speed. He probably could have been a little bit bolder. The horse boxed on really well and isn't it great to see a finish like that? Four horses, not much between them, but yeah, really great race to watch. Is there anything scarier for a jockey in a race than to hear a screaming Damien Oliver coming from behind? Yeah, well, sometimes he gives himself up early, you know he's coming, but uh, yeah, he's always been one that, that has roared them and uh, he's he feels that it, it lifts them, but sometimes when you do that, you lift the other person's horse as well. So uh, it's a two-edged sword that one. But Damien seems to have, have nailed it very well today. Yeah, it's it's everyone's got a benefit from the raw, right? But do, if you, do you see any merit in it yourself, Dwayne? Have, have you tried? Is it something you've tried or used? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's a lot of it. Some horses you, you do it, some you don't. Um, you know, Ben Mellum, he, he sort of roars a bit, but Damien's probably the most vocal one here in, um, in Victoria. Craig, Craig will, will, will roar, but, um, yeah, Damien's probably the main one. What you don't want to do is when you're back inside or looking for a run to be roaring because, uh, someone might be able to shut the gate on you. So you, you try and be as, uh, in stealth mode and try and slice through there before they realize and then start the roar. You wonder whether we might use it to alert other jockeys that he's roaring through as well, and instinctively they might err slightly in the away from the roar. So it might help in that respect. Hey, I, I, I bet the kids have got clean yeah. bedrooms. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I, uh, if you've got a tricky horse who's gotten a bit cagey like Kementari, does sometimes the straight, the simplicity of getting from A to B sort them out a bit, where you you kid to them that it's just a straight gallop? Could, could that have been one of the secrets today? I think so. I think, as I said, he's probably not met that class of field. Um, at this level for for quite some time. He's always probably been a, another notch above these and he's got into his right race with the right run. So um, I, I think uh, everything fell into his lap today. It, you know, there was some, some nice runs from the other horses, but that these aren't the Group 1 horses and I think he found his right race today. Now, as you're going to be uh, hitting them long and low and straight, uh, I want to get your thoughts on some of these features before we say goodbye, Dwayne. Just uh, for uh, the... RSN listeners and those who are listening on the spring ticket, your thoughts in the turbo? Um, I'm in very elegant, very elegant corner, but I, I think the way this track's playing, I think uh, if Pre- Brett Preble gets the right run in transit, he might be able to skip and make it very difficult to run down. And just, just a quick one. I mean, I know we can overanalyze tactics and what's the best way to get another horse beaten and all that, but is there... Is there a right tactic for Very Elegant to, to find a chink in the incentivise today? Is it to outgrind him and eyeball him a long way out or pounce late? What's the best strategy? Um, I think Damien would like someone else to go up and um, eyeball uh, incentivise and then give him the second opportunity. We, we've discussed earlier, like incentivise has obviously got other targets as well. We're very elegant in the same 
same boat. So they they have got other missions after this. So there's a there's an element of having to get this race right without being their grand final that you can afford to to waste a bit of energy or throw some coins into the bottom of the pond that you may not need to do. So there's probably going to be a little bit of that in the back of their minds. And the Bart Cummings is an intriguing race. Uh, who do you want to ride today, Dwayne? I, I really like Trailey Rose. Uh, I know it's a very sticky barrier, but I think Dean Holland gets a great chance here, 54 kilos. Her, her first two runs this time in have been uh, very, very good. Uh, hopefully this gives her a ticket into the, the, the right race. The one I keep coming back to is Master of Iron. This time last year, he got beaten less than a length behind Very Elegant. He went to the Caulfield Cup and had a gut buster where he led and was only beaten four, four and a half lengths. If he brings his A game, he, he can definitely show up here. And, and you've got to respect Lloyd Williams, uh, both his runners. No doubt this is his uh, time to shine and this is where he likes to be at his best. So I'd expect those two runners to run well today, being Dawn Patrol and Pandos. Just one last one. Um, we had a texter earlier this morning. Uh, a lot was said of the, how treacherous the 2,500 metre start is for the Oaks and Derby and how you, you're hitting that first turn straight away and it can destroy a lot of, a lot of chances. We had a texter that said for a race like this, given they're all two mile horses getting ready and, and getting to that sort of level of fitness, what would be wrong with dragging the barriers back a couple of hundred metres and making it a 2,800 metre race just to get a, a better run to the first turn? Yeah, it just probably doesn't fit into the uh, timing. Maybe you're getting to that 20 to 2,800 too quick. Um, uh, you know, the, the, some of these horses will come back to the 2,400 and some will keep going up further. So um, it's just a, way, a matter of timing. You've only got 16 runners. You've got a beautiful big track. Um, I know what usually brings most of them undone are the ones that are um, lacking ability to run the distance that may over-race if you send them forward in too much of a hurry. So... Um, it's all about timing here, getting him into the right spot and not be caught wide. Dwayne, before we go, uh, you, you know how much Matt struggled with the quaddy last year on spring ticket. <laughs> have, have you got a few must-includes in the quaddy legs? Oh, I, I like more Varda in the last. I think he's a must-include. I think he gets his chance here. Um, that, that's probably the only real standout one for me. Um, I can't see. He couldn't go past incentivised, probably in very elegant. Um, and I think it's the, probably in the uh, the Rose of Kingston Stakes. I think it's the two Tasmanians that fight that out, Mystic Journey yep. and Still a Star. The other one's Instant Celebrity. Obviously, you've got to respect her, but she's probably been a little bit disappointing. But I, it looks like the two Tasmanians to fight out that. It was great to see Mystic Journey return to such a good run first up. Dwayne, great to have your company throughout this spring carnival and spring ticket. Good luck uh, on the right. course uh, trying to take a, a pineapple off uh, Dylan today as well. Yeah, I look forward to it and I'll update you on the scores. <laughs>